Okay, so today we're talking with Michelle Frost. Thanks for joining me, Michelle. Thanks for having me, Casey. Now, um, I'd like to talk to you because, I mean, I'm your friend, so I know a bit about you, but um, what I find inspiring about you is that you're a mother of five who also runs a business and yet you still um, find time to run and train for marathons. I know, it's crazy. Oh, it's ridiculous, but, you know, that's my opinion. (laughs) So were you always sporty or is this something that started later? Well, when I was in high school, I was a reasonable runner over sort of shorter distances. used to do quite well, but I was in a very small school, so um, my well was pretty good there, but it was probably kind of average for everybody (laughs) And then, um, then I had the usual time off that people seem to when they go through their sort of older teenagers and early 20s and they have families and they work and, well, sometimes they drink a bit and yes. I think I smoked for a little while. So I did all those horrible things where we think we're going to live forever and, and we don't really think much about looking after ourselves. And then when I had my second child, I was about 25, I think. Yep, I was about 25, and by the time, just after I had her, I was still just under 100 kilograms, which is very heavy, and I thought, well, you know, that running thing I used to like, I might, I might take that up again, so uh, I had stopped smoking by then, you'll be glad to know. Yes, yes, very good. <laughs> and I didn't drink very much either, so I'd already started looking after my health a bit more. So I literally just ran every day from my house to my mum's house, which was really only about um, 400 metres away or 500 metres of that, but I did it every day. Yep. And I ran every day no matter what. <laughs> it wasn't very far. And then slowly over that first year I gradually built it up to even like my grandmother lived about two kilometres away down a big hill because we lived at the top of a hill. So I would go on the Friday night and drop my car at the bottom at her place sort of down the hill and around the corner a bit. And then I'd get her to drive me home. And then on Saturday morning, I would run down, get the paper, which was the shop near her place, and I would drive back up the hill because I still wasn't fit enough to run up the hill. hill. But I was doing something every day. And then um, at work, within a year or so, a friend of mine who happened to be older than my grandfather, who was a runner, he told me about a running club he belonged to. And so I started going to the running club and they would run from five kilometres to a half marathon, which is 25 kilometres, every Saturday morning through winter. And I sort of got into that and became a little bit, um, I guess, addicted to it. And I haven't really stopped since. You know, I had another three babies after that and had to tone it down a bit while I was doing that. Um, I did go into a few races while I was pregnant towards the end. Um, I was just assure my husband that there were ambulances all the way along, all along the way during the run so I was perfectly safe so um, yeah it did become a little bit addicting uh, yep. but it's also a very empowering sort of sport to do yeah I'm assuming your window's open because I can hear the it is can you hear the, <laughs> the blinds I'm sorry about that I'm okay. <laughs> I should go and turn it off close the window um then uh, about just before I turned 40, I decided I really wanted to do that uh, that marathon distance. Anyone who runs for any length of time uh, running a marathon becomes a sort of goal that sits out there. That's sort of the ultimate thing to do. So I, um, I started looking at doing that. And the first year that I started doing the training, um, I didn't manage to quite make it because I couldn't get enough 
training in and I was a bit, I think I got an injury and something happened. Anyway, so a year after that, I managed to get through my training schedule and um, completed my first marathon when I was 39. So now I've done one a year since then. Nice. Um, so if I tell you how many I've done, then I know what I've done. I've done five marathons now. Um, and we're now heading, my husband and I are both um, planning to do an ultra marathon, which uh, in about three weeks, which is a 50-kilometre run, um, which <laughs> should be fun, should take us just over between five and six hours, somewhere there. Um, and it's called an ultra marathon because it's, it's over a marathon, and a marathon distance is 42.195 kilometres. So anything over that's called an ultra. So we kind of think it's a soft introduction to running a little bit further than a marathon. Yeah. Hmm. So how do you, I guess now it's a habit, running every day or running every single yeah. day. It's not something you force yourself to do. It's just if you don't do it, you feel like grumpy grumpy, or, you know, yeah, like you haven't done it. So you just, you have to do it. It's just part of your yeah, you do. I mean, still go through lots of flat times. I mean, Simon, my husband's only been running with me for about six years now, and he he gets a few bits where he says, "I don't really want to do this anymore," but he chooses. I mean, I don't make him do it. <laughs> <laughs> he does choose to then uh, put his shoes back on because he knows that it's it is actually one of the most efficient ways to keep yourself um, fit and reasonably healthy as you get older. You do, I mean, you need to be careful with joints and things like that. Um, but one of the ways we make it um, fit into our lives is by we've got groups of friends that we meet three times a week. So that's three times a week that we don't even think about it. Our shoes go on our feet. We go for a run and we sit down and have coffee with our friends. And and if we're not going, we actually have to let them know we're not going. So it's kind of that having an accountability buddies, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Kind of have to, you, well, you don't have to go, but you kind of feel obligated. Yeah, and you want to too, like for socialisation. Yeah. And- yeah, sometimes you only go so you can have a coffee uh, <laughs> yeah, with some friends. But before you can have the coffee, you have to go for a run. So, yeah, and there, there's a lot of endorphins involved which um, keep you going. And we also spend quite a bit of time now listening to audio books while we're running. Oh, yeah. So when my motivation's quite low, if I go and find um, a book that I would like to listen to, be it a workbook or um, or not, or a book of fiction, then uh, it gets me out the door because with the lot of with the children, five children, and now a grandchild as well, and two businesses to run, there's not a lot of time for me to even sit down and read. <laughs> so, the no. uh, to be able to go for a run and listen to something at uh, time and a half, which my good friend uh, Pete told me about, is really really good. Like I can listen to quite a lot. Um, in, in that way, and it's kind of a bit of me time as well. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's good. And you use an app, don't you, to to track your your runs that you do, and then they post it to Facebook. I do. We, um, we use the Nike one. The Nike. Um, I'll just get it up on my phone so that I because Nike's got a few different types. Just the Nike running app. And um, what what does that measure? The distance that you run, like the kilometres, or the yeah. time. It measures the distance, the time, your calories. You put in what your weight is, so I guess it gives you a rough idea of how many calories you've used. Yep. It then keeps all of that information. So to date, I've run 3,489 kilometres using this app, so taking my phone with me. Yep. 
Um, so it keeps track of all of that and, you, you know, how fast you've gone and you get your own little records and you can do some cool things where you run, um, test yourself with friends and that kind of stuff online. Um, there is another app that I was told about a little while ago called Strava, which apparently I've got it on here but I haven't used it yet, but I could go out and go and do a run just around here in town and when I finished it, I would be able to look on there and see how many people have also done that run and how oh, fast. Okay, like locally, yeah. yeah. So you're kind of competing with people locally and you can try and beat them or whatever or go to them. They have like a little chat thing as well. So it's quite that's quite a good fun thing to do if you want to, to meet new people, get involved who are into the same sort of stuff as you. Yeah. That's, that's a fun app. Cool. So when you run a marathon, are you – trying to beat a, a time that like you set in your head as a goal or your previous time or are you just trying to beat Simon? Well, I'm trying to beat Simon and I have always beaten Simon. <laughs> I did bring up that on purpose. Congratulations. Yeah. That's more um, my good management really than experience. I've, I've just got a lot more experience. He uh, He's actually a faster runner but uh, when you take a six-foot-four frame over yes. – uh, or at least four hours of continuous activity, um, cramps and things like that sort of come into and yeah. Anyway, um, for me, often you think about wanting to do it for a time and we all like to get under four hours when we're just sort of weekend warriors as we call ourselves. We're not particularly fast but we're not particularly slow either. Um, so getting under four hours is the main goal for yep. someone like me, which I've managed to do most of the time. However, once you're actually out there running, you get to about the 20, 25K mark. The time really is irrelevant. <laughs> it's all surviving. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we all, yeah, a lot of people will say they don't think much about the time, but they do, they will have a time goal in their head. They may not be willing to share it. Oh, no. But they really just want to finish. Yep. Most people just want to finish what they start because it's, it's a very empowering um, activity to undertake because it does have such a mystique surrounding it, I guess. Mm. <laughs> and it's a heck of a lot of work. That's why I'm not going to be doing it anytime soon. <laughs> the first one that I listened to, they had Robert D. Costello up there, you know, trying to pep us all up and get us excited. And he told us the story of Philippides or whatever, the Greek bloke who first ran two marathon to warn of, you know, or to go oh, yes. yeah. one or uh, and then he promptly died. So, <laughs> all right. Give you dying. And I just, oh uh, no, I didn't come here for that. <laughs> I'm sure uh, he felt like he was he was doing a good speech at the time. I think um, when it comes to just to just running and find finding your rhythm, when you continue to do it for any length of time. Um, you get to a space where you won't get it all the time, and I certainly don't get it all the time every time I go running, but you get to a certain level of fitness where you just feel very empowered. Yep. Like I can remember when I first ran uh, 20 kilometres, I would run from my home into the office when I was uh, working in town, and I used to – the thought that I had been able to carry my body using my own steam that distance that I would normally never, ever have thought of doing that and I could do it with my under my own steam without a car. It was just a very empowering sort of feeling. Yeah. Um, and, and then you occasionally also get that feeling that you could run forever. And it's hard, it's hard to understand. 
laughing now, Casey. <laughs> no, I've heard I've heard of this and the runners high. I've heard of this before. And, and, it, and yeah, I've just obviously never experienced it as running isn't really my cup of tea. You come running with me. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you come weightlifting with me, and I'll come running with you. Oh. <laughs> No, well, I guess that's that's the whole point of doing these chats and this podcast is just to show that you don't have to do the same thing. Like right. running isn't for me, and but it's for you, and right. it works for you. It's just <laughs> got to find you know the thing that that you like to do. And I, I love that. I just I can be anywhere. I just have to have my running shoes with me. So when we're travelling around a bit, you know, just have to take my running shoes with me, and that's it. Yep. I'm off. It's um, very convenient. Yes. You even see people jogging around decks of big boats when they've gone on, on tour. Oh, that's a good idea. So, um, yeah, I I love it, obviously. Yes. And I think if I didn't do it, I wouldn't be able to cope with all the other things that go on in my life. And I assume anybody doing any kind of sport or fitness or whatever they're choosing to do, when um, when they're off doing that, it, you can get out of yourself and out of all the worries from your personal life or your business life and... Um, and just have that bit of relief. I know yeah. we have business problems or, you know, just issues that come up at work. Um, if I go for a run, suddenly I just feel that much better and I come back and I have a new attitude and, and suddenly nothing's um, not insurmountable. I can, you know, get to the bottom of everything. So, Well, yeah, yeah if you've just run 42Ks, <laughs> that's a fair effort and you probably would feel a little bit indestructible. Well, yeah, except it's like it's like going to grade six here in Australia. That's the top of your primary school. You're the top of the world. You're the, the oldest. But my daughter's just started grade seven, and that puts her at the bottom of high school. <laughs> so I might have achieved um, a few marathons now, but I now look around and you see all these other people who are achieving, like the ultra marathons and all these other things, that even events that go on for days, and you think, well, I'm only just starting if I want to do anything else in this arena. So, oh, yeah, but, you've, that further but then on. I look at you and I go, well, I, I guess I'm I'm um, Tash. Like I've just – I don't even do what you do. So there's all different levels of yeah. – and, and nobody's, I guess, better than anyone else. It's just what no, you – No, there's always something to yeah, struggle for. Exactly. So what about the kids? Have any of those um, showed any – Leanings towards marathon running or distance running? <laughs> the older two who are uh, 19 and 21, they uh, they used to run a bit when they were in primary school and a little bit in high school and then it just became not that cool. Yeah. Although I notice now Nicola, who's 19, and she's starting to get fitter again. She's actually started, she goes to the gym and she runs. So she remembers that she used to run when she was 12 and 13. <laughs> so... It's kind of, I guess it's in their, their muscle memory or their, their memory that it's something they can do, that they, uh, yeah. And, and then, of course, we have the little kids who whinge when <laughs> we come along and make them run in fun runs and things like that. Well, one of them does. The, the younger two boys quite enjoy it. So, yeah, they, yeah. They all, we, they've all had running. They've all been involved in it and um, mostly we don't have to make them do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they'll find their own. They will, their own sport it. or their own activity, I guess. Encourage them, that's all. That's it. <laughs> Always getting something healthy in their lives. They are. Mm. they are. Cool. So 50K is up next? It is in about three weeks. It's, it's wow. a just run. So we run from 
uh, Greens Beach here in Tasmania along the coast. So it's quite a scenic route. And we turn around at um, Baker's Beach and then we run back again. So yeah. Will that be along sand or is that on? Yeah, there's about, Baker's Beach is about a seven-kilometre beach one way, so it's 14 kilometres of just sand. Wow. But we just try and find the hard sand. Yes. <laughs> and then um, uh, the the West Head Beach, that's probably another 3K, so that's another six or so kilometres as well. So there's a reasonable portion of it is sand um, and beach. But, hmm, we're going to do this weekend as a training run, just half of it, dropped off at one end and run one way. Yep. Hmm. Cool. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking for a lot. <laughs> well, that's good. Excellent. All right. Well, cheers for that, Michelle. No worries at all. I hope somebody out there got some kind of inspiration from you. Well, feel free to um, ask me any questions that they have or whatever. You can. Casey knows how to get hold of me. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And maybe uh, in the future in the magazine we might have some kind of how to start tra- running marathons or something if that's of interest to people out there. Cool. Of course yeah. it is. Everybody loves running, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't mind running if I'm playing, say, netball or, you know, soccer or something, but just running for running's sake no. has never appealed to me. But ne- <laughs> never say never. You never Our know. You either had to run to get away, <laughs> pray, or you had to run to catch your prey. So That's it. Yeah, we all run at some stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool. Well, if um, people would like to download a free copy of uh, the latest issue of Real Fit Women magazine, they can go to realfitwomen.com forward slash free.